Hello and welcome to Mouse in the Mitten Trivia Pod, a podcast where you can test your Disney trivia knowledge over a variety of topics. My name's Court and I will be your host. Our game will consist of five rounds of six questions covering everything from your basic Disney knowledge to some little unknown facts. Each question is worth one point unless otherwise noted. Hey, make sure that if you haven't done so already that you follow us on our social media on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Mouse in the Mitten. And hey, if you're watching us here on YouTube, make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you turn on that bell for notifications. Give us a thumbs up. Would love to see your feedback. And hey, as always, if you are planning a Disney vacation and you want to go from meh, okay, to absolutely amazing, I would love to help plan it and make it the best vacation that it could ever possibly be. If you want me to help you, just email me at mouseinthemitten at gmail.com. And hey, first things first, I got to get it out of the way. I sound a little raspy. I have a cold right now. Obviously, I, I have a one-year-old daughter. She gave it to me, you know, as, you know, one-year-olds do. So it is what it is. We're going to fight through. We're going to power through because it is spooky season right now. So we're going to start round number one with The Nightmare Before Christmas. Typically, we save our movies anniversaries for round four. And we will get to one in round four, but we're going to start off with just one of the greatest Halloween movies of all time, and that is The Nightmare Before Christmas. So all these questions are having to do with The Nightmare Before Christmas, the movie, everything else like that. So let's have a little bit of fun and learn a little bit more about The Nightmare Before Christmas. So question number one. Within two, what year did The Nightmare Before Christmas come out? Question number two. What former Disney animator was the director of The Nightmare Before Christmas? Question number three. What Home Alone actress plays the voice of Sally? Question number four. Jack enlists the best trick-or-treaters in Halloween Town to capture Santa. The first time, they were not successful. Who did the trick-or-treaters bring instead of Santa? Question number five. What song does Jack want the string quartet to play and samples the song on a set of bells? And question number six. The Nightmare Before Christmas is a stop-motion film. How many frames are there per second in the movie? Alright, I'm going to give you a few seconds worth of music, try to come up with those answers, and then I will return. Let's get you some answers here on The Nightmare Before Christmas. So question number one. Within two, what year did The Nightmare Before Christmas come out? Well, it came out on October 29th, 1993. So in order to earn the point there, you would have had to say between 1991 and 1995. So yeah, the movie is officially 30 years old. It turns 30 years old this coming Sunday. So celebrate however you do decide to celebrate. And that explains why there's so much this year at... So at both parks, having to do with the Nightmare Before Christmas, seeing Jack and Skelly or Sally and all that. So it's it's really cool and a, a happy anniversary to them. 
Question number two. What former Disney animator was the director of The Nightmare Before Christmas? Well, that is, of course, Tim Burton. Now, he has a, a style that is all his own, and he has really done a good job, and he shows it here in this movie. Now, he was the director of it. At the same time, he was directing a Batman movie, so he was doing a lot of double duty, but he is technically the director of The Nightmare Before Christmas, and it is a fantastic piece of art as well. Question number three. What Home Alone actress plays the voice of Sally? Well, that is Catherine O'Hara. Now, she does have a couple other voices in the movie as well, but her main one is definitely as, the, as Sally in The Nightmare Before Christmas. Question number four. Jack enlists the best trick-or-treaters in Halloween Town to capture Santa. The, the first time, they were not successful. Who did the trick-or-treaters uh, bring instead of Santa? Well, they brought... The Easter Bunny. They were so excited. They're like, they got him. They, but you know, they didn't know Santa, so they thought they got him. Instead, it was the Easter Bunny. They tried to get the Easter Bunny back and try to get it back into where he belonged. So they had a little bit of fun with that one as well. Question number five: What song does Jack want the string quartet to play and samples the song on a set of bells? That is. Jingle Bells. He has a little set of Jingle Bells. He starts playing and he wants the string quartet to play that as well. Doesn't sound as good on the string quartet as it does the bells. Personal opinion, I guess. Last but not least, question number six. Nightmare Before Christmas is a stop motion film. How many frames are there per second in the movie? Well, there are 12 frames per second in the movie. Now, if you aren't familiar with what stop motion means, what that means is they basically this whole movie is made up of a bunch of pictures. So they take a picture, they move everything a little bit, they take another picture, they move everything a little bit more, so on and so forth. So that explains why it took them three years to make the movie. It also explains why it took why the movie is under an hour and a half long because it takes so many pictures to be able to make everything looks like look like it's flowing smoothly literally i remember hearing a story about how they would send tim burton some of the images from the day and literally it would be like less than 20 seconds of a movie and that's because they had taken so many pictures now there are some parts of the movie where they don't need to take all those pictures but definitely you can see why it took them so long and definitely what made this amazing movie just that much more spectacular continuing on now into round number two we are going to keep this ball rolling of all things the nightmare before christmas now round number two is our fast facts round and this round is filled with simple questions that have simple answers today's category is the hinterland trees now if you don't know what those are what what that is is there's a scene where jack walks into the hinterland and that's where all the forest is and that sort of stuff. And he sees all the trees for the different holidays. The question is, is this holiday a tree? Does this holiday have a tree? So a simple yes, no question. So if we were to say Christmas, you would say yes, that has a tree. And that's how Jack gets into Christmas town. So let's get started with question number one. Valentine's Day. Question number two. New Year's Day. Question number three, Hanukkah. Question number four, St. Patrick's Day. Question number five, Independence Day. 
And question number six, Thanksgiving. Now I will let you know that there are a total of seven trees that you can see. So that lets you know that there are some no's on this list. So let's get started with question number one, Valentine's Day. There is a tree for Valentine's Day. There was a big pink heart with an arrow through it. So the answer there is yes. Question number two, New Year's Day. That one is no, that tree did not exist in that forest. So that one is a no. Well, and if it does, we don't see it. So we're just going to go with, we didn't see that tree. <laughs> Question number three, Hanukkah. That one is a no. That tree, from what we saw, did not exist in that part of the forest. Question number four, St. Patrick's Day. That one is a yes. We see the four-leaf clover on that one. We see a rainbow pot of gold. So that one is a yes. Question number five, Independence Day. That one is a yes. We see all the fireworks on that one. So that's how they amplified it was all the fireworks, the red, white, and blue fireworks. That's how they said this one is the Independence Day one. Last but not least, question number six, Thanksgiving. And that one is a yes. There is a giant turkey to represent Thanksgiving on that tree. Now, the ones we didn't talk about are the ones that we already knew. Christmas, Halloween, and then last round we talked about the Easter Bunny and Easter being that last one. But yeah, it's one of those things where you got to kind of watch it as it goes across. It kind of goes quickly, but Jack does eventually settle on Christmas Town, and that's where we continue to see the pattern of him going in there and everything else that unfolds after that. Again, great movie. If it's not on your list for spooky season, you got about a week left to be able to get it in. Moving on now to round number three. Round number three is our connecting the circles. This round is going to have five questions that may or may not be Disney related. But the sixth question is what is the connection? And all those answers do connect some way through Disney. So you just have to know what are the answers to the questions and how do those answers connect through Disney? So let's get started with question number one. What ride, which is one of three with the exact same name that opened on opening day, in Disneyland and Disney World is a cruise through multiple different areas around the world and features the backside of water, O2H. Question number two. Where can you find 999 Happy Haunts? Question number three. What was the first ride featuring Star Wars and is a 3D experience with C-3PO as our pilot? Question number four. Edinburgh, Leeds, Warwick, and Windsor are all names of what kind of building? Question number five. What was the very first Disney-themed resort built in Anaheim, California and opening in 1955? And question number six is what is the connection between those answers? I'm going to give you a few seconds worth of music, see if you can make those connections, and then I will return.
All right, let's see if we can connect those circles. So question number one, what ride, which is one of only three with the exact same name that opened on opening day in Disneyland and Disney World is a cruise through multiple different areas around the world and features the backside of water? Well, that would be the Jungle Cruise. That is the that is one of three rides that open both in Disneyland and Disney World with the exact same name. See if you can figure out the other two by the end of the show. Question number two. Where can you find 999 Happy Haunts? Well, that would be the Haunted Mansion. Now, we will touch on the Haunted Mansion a little bit later. So if you want to pause this now, you can go do a little bit of research on the Haunted Mansion and come back. But, you know, otherwise you can just stick with us and we can keep going. Question number three. What was the first ride featuring Star Wars and is a 3D experience with C-3PO as our pilot? That would be... Star Tours. So that one is, of course, the very first Star Wars ride. It's in Disneyland. It's in Disney World. And this was before Disney bought Lucas Films. So there, it's just still, it's really cool. It's even the technology today, like, yeah, it's kind of old fashioned, but still kind of holds up. It's a fun ride. I still thoroughly enjoy it every single time that I'm on it. Question number four Edinburgh, Leeds, Warwick, and Windsor are all names of what kind of building? Those are all castles. And as you can hear, Milo thinks that he needs to live in a castle. He feels like he needs a castle all to himself. I understand he is a Cavalier King Charles, and he is named after King Charles, but um, I think he's going to have to settle for our house for right now. <laughs> Question number five. What was the very first Disney-themed resort built in Anaheim, California and opened in 1955? Well, that would be the Disneyland Hotel. Now, obviously, that is a great hotel. It's, I, I hope to one day make it out to California to be able to check it out because it seems like everything I've seen, looks it looks absolutely cool. Um, I mean, it's vintage, it's old, but definitely has a lot of that Disney theme. And we can see where all the other Disney resorts got their inspiration from that hotel. So we had answers such as the Jungle Cruise, Haunted Mansion, Star Tours, Castles, and Disneyland Hotel. Well, what is the connection there? Well, the connection is they're all part of the first season of Behind the Attraction on Disney+. Plus. Now, I am a big, like behind-the-scenes Disney nerd when it comes to the parks. I've watched the Imagineering story I don't know how many times on Disney+. And Behind the Attractions was one of my favorite shows that they have on Disney+. And personally, November 1st can't come soon enough because they're coming out with new episodes, and I am too excited for it. My wife kind of makes fun of me for it, but I am so excited. I just love learning more about the background of these rides, of these attractions, of these things that just make Disney Disney. So I'm super excited about that. And hopefully November 1st, you're joining along with me and watching some of those new episodes. Continuing on now into round number four. And as always, round number four is reserved for our movie anniversaries. Now we already talked about one movie anniversary and talked about the nightmare before Christmas, but it is time to talk about everyone's favorite elephant. And that is Dumbo. So Dumbo has an anniversary this week. So we're going to celebrate our favorite elephant, we're all going to grab our feathers, we're all going to flap our ears, and we're going to have a little bit of fun learning more about Dumbo. So let's get started with question number one. Within two, what year did Dumbo premiere? 
Question number two. What number animated feature is Dumbo for Disney? Question number three. What is the name of the mouse who becomes friends with Dumbo? Question number four. How many times do we see Dumbo fly in the movie? Question number five. Dumbo is unique because he's the, he is the only protagonist in any Disney movie to do what? And question number six. After the success of Dumbo, Time Magazine planned to feature Dumbo on their cover. What event prevented that from happening? All right, I'm going to give you a few seconds worth of ans to answer those questions. Grab your feathers, think hard, and then I will return with those answers. Let's get some answers here on everyone's favorite flying elephant. So question number one. Within two, what year did Dumbo premiere? Well, it officially premiered October 23, 1941. So in order to earn the point there, you would have had to stay between 1939 and 1943. Now, keep that year tucked into the back of your mind. That might help you. If you haven't figured out the answer to number five yet, that might help you answer the question to number five. Or number six, I'm sorry, it might help you answer number six. Question number two. What number animated feature is Dumbo for Disney? It is its fifth featured film that they made that was animated. So yeah, it's pretty young. It's We can see, I mean, it came out in 41. That means it's pretty old. But again, beloved by everyone. I mean, it has a ride that is in every single park. Come on. Everyone loves Dumbo. Question number three. What is the name of the mouse who becomes friends with Dumbo? That would be Timothy Q. Mouse. He is the one who inspires Dumbo. He's convincing him. He's his friend because Dumbo thinks that he doesn't have any friends. So definitely plays a big role in helping Dumbo get the courage to be able to eventually fly. Question number four. Speaking of flying, how many times do we see Dumbo fly in the movie? We see him fly one time. He flies one time, and it's for literally less than 30 seconds. So there's all this pub, all this hype about Dumbo and how he can fly and everything else like that. He flies once for less than 30 seconds. And it is a, like, literally, he flies, he meets up with his mom, and end the movie. It is comical, and it's just kind of cool, just kind of how much they built up that he can fly. We see him fly, but it's only one time. Just it just it still makes me laugh a ton from that. Question number five. Dumbo is unique because he is the only protagonist in any Disney movie to do what? Not have a single word. Dumbo does not say a single word throughout the entire movie. And yet he is the main character. There is no other Disney movie where the main character does not say a single word so that's something that's kind of cool and again we fell in love more with those eyes and the giant ears and the love of the holding on the feather with the trunk 
than anything else. Plus, we fell in love with him and his mom's love for each other. Just something that was so sweet. Last but not least, question number six. After the success of Dumbo, Time Magazine planned to feature Dumbo on their cover. What event prevented this from happening? Well, that would be the Pearl Harbor attacks. Now, originally the story goes that Time was going to feature Dumbo on one of their December issues of Time Magazine. But December is also when we had the attacks on Pearl Harbor. So again, if I said remember that number of 1941 was the year, that was because of those attacks on Pearl Harbor that prevented Dumbo from getting his own cover on Time Magazine and because of everything that happened after that, Dumbo never got a cover on Time Magazine. But again, a classic, forever loved, and definitely, definitely a tearjerker from time to time. I highly recommend checking it out. All right, let's wrap up today's game with a little bit of spooky fun. And this round is simply titled The Haunted Mansion. Now, we already touched on The Haunted Mansion earlier and 999 Happy Haunts. So let's see if we can have a little bit of fun with everyone's favorite haunted house. So question number one. When you ride in The Haunted Mansion, what do you ride in? Question number two. What song is sung during the cemetery scene in the Haunted Mansion? Question number three. What year was the opening of the first Haunted Mansion in Disneyland? Question number four. What was the name of the Haunted Mansion ride in Disneyland Paris? Question number five. Who is the voice of the ghost host? And question number six. In November 2003, who starred in the first movie based on the Haunted Mansion? All right, I'm going to give you a few seconds worth of music. We will wrap up today's game, and then we'll talk about the ghouls and goblins within the Haunted Mansion. All right, let's wrap up today's game and have a little bit of fun with the Haunted Mansion. So question number one. When you ride in the Haunted Mansion, what do you ride in? Well, that is, of course, a doom buggy, where, as the ghost host reminds us, he will close it for us. He will also open it for us. It's just part of the ride, part of the experience, and something that's super cool. For me, I don't know if I'm the only one. I have to take my hat off whenever I go on the ride because I have this little button on top. No matter what I do when I sit in the doom buggy, unless I'm by myself... This button gets pushed into my head, so I got to take it off. Other than that, great ride. Very comfortable. Question number two. What song is sung during the ceremony scene in the Haunted Mansion? Well, that would be Grim Grimming Ghosts. So as you're going through the, the Haunted Mansion, you're going through the uh, cemetery, which, by the way, when you go backwards in the AC, when it's blasting hot outside, is the best feeling in the world. Uh, we got stuck there once. Oh, best feeling ever. Um, 
Also, I enjoy trying to find all the dogs in the cemetery as well. Anyway, the song Grim Grim and Ghosts Come On to Socialize. That is the song that we hear throughout the cemetery. Question number three. What year was the opening of the first Haunted Mansion in Disneyland? Well, that would be 1969. Now, the way the story goes, they built the mansion. They planned on utilizing the mansion. They didn't know what they were going to utilize it for. And then uh, Walt passed, and they decided, you know what? Haunted Mansion, I think it'd be perfect. They kind of came together, figured everything out, and now we have a ride that I think everyone loves. Question number four. What is the name of the Haunted Mansion ride in Disneyland Paris? Well, that is the Phantom Manor. Now, their thoughts on death and haunting and that sort of stuff is a little bit different from ours. But they had to completely re-theme the Haunted Mansion for Hong Kong. And that is Mystic Manor, where instead of, you know, ghosts, ghouls, goblins, everything else like that, it's just a mysterious monkey. It is really cool, it is really unique, and it's one of the reasons why I want to go to Hong Kong is just to see their version of the Haunted Mansion, just to see the little bit different take. Same thing in Paris as well. Question number six, or number five, I'm sorry, question number five. Who is the voice of the ghost host? Well, that is... Paul Freeze. Now, he is a very well-known voice actor, and he voices the entirety of the ride. He is, if you heard him talk normal, you know, it's it's cool to think like, oh, that's that wouldn't be him. And then he talks, and it's just like, ooh, yeah, he, he, he does a good job there. Definitely the epitome of a voice actor there. And I don't know how long ago, but recently the film has started coming up of him recording and it is hilarious. I love listening to it. It just, it makes me laugh every time and just brings a smile to my face just thinking about the ride. Last but not least, question number six. In November 2003, who starred in the first movie based on the Haunted Mansion? That would be Eddie Murphy. That was the very first movie that came out based on the Haunted Mansion. It's skippable. If you want to watch it, cool, but it's it's not over the top amazing. But you know what is amazing? The ride. The Haunted Mansion definitely doesn't matter. doesn't have to be spooky season. Always a great ride. Always a ton of fun. Well, I want to thank you for tuning in this week. I appreciate you fighting through with me as I'm my voice kind of croaks and cranks all sorts of different directions. I will return next Thursday with more questions and more fun. Will we keep the spooky season vibe going? I don't know. We're in November at that point. There might be a Christmas tree back here. We're going to just have to wait and see. If you're following, if you're listening to us on Apple, make sure that you choose to follow. Once you choose to follow, make sure you choose to automatically download. If Apple isn't your thing, make sure you're subscribed everywhere else. And hey, if you're over here on YouTube, make sure you're subscribed here. Turn on that bell for notifications. Doesn't matter where you are. Give us a five-star review, thumbs up, um, comment what your score is. Would love to see what your score is as well. And hey, Again, if you are planning a Disney vacation, you can email me at mouseinthemitten at gmail.com. I would love to take your vacation for good to great. You can also reach out on our social medias at mouseinthemitten on Facebook, on Instagram, and on TikTok. Well, hey, my name's Court. The dog's name is Milo. I appreciate you tuning in this week, and I will see you next time.